today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Here it is. The chair announces that Donald Day Trump, having received a majority of these votes entitled to be cast at the convention, has been selected as the Republican Party nominee for President of the United States. He doesn't sound very convincing, does he? It's sort of like, well, we've looked at everything we can. Uh, we've added up the numbers 450 times, and uh, geez, look what's happened. He's still the winner. Why don't you just say that? Uh, Andrew Lawton is with us, 980, AM 980 in London, and of course in Cleveland, uh, Ohio, for the big convention. He's with us now. Hello, Andrew. How are you today? Hey, Scott. I'm doing well. All right. So tell us about the buzz there last night. What was it like being there for this? It was really interesting because as much as we had earlier in the afternoon yesterday, a little bit of like a discrepancy over the vote count for the Alaska delegates. It was more of a formality. And then on Monday, we had uh, the the bigger one, which was that attempt from some of the anti-Trump delegates to try to find a way to sort of change the rules a little bit. Apart from those two days, I mean, there's been, for the most part, a a fair bit of unity. I mean, people obviously not all thinking the same thing and feeling the same thing about Donald Trump, but people have been, for the most part, uh, pretty pretty not non-disruptive with it. So last night when it was announced, I was interested if there would be anything like a walkout or or any booing or anything like that, and Mm. and for the most part, no. I mean, the cheers and applause and and support for Donald Trump was fairly overwhelming at that particular particular juncture when that was announced and I mean that announcement was a bit of a formality in and of itself just because uh, we already knew that he had the votes and and we already knew kind of like 45 minutes into the roll call that he had surpassed that uh, majority. Talk about his family member speaking last night specifically obviously his kids speaking. Well, I mean, they didn't uh, use someone else's speech, so that was a step in the right direction. What is the (laughs) is there any more fallout? How is that playing the next day? It is non-existent today. Really? Yeah, I mean, it was even non-existent yesterday, though, later on in the day. Like, it was one of these things where the media was far more consumed by it than actual delegates and, and convention attendees were. So no one cares. I don't think so. I mean, you're dealing with the most faithful of the party faithful here at the at the party convention, like you would at any party convention. So, what happened is ultimately it became more sympathetic to her in a way. It became oh, see now the media is going after Melania too. So mm. it kind of fed right into what has been kind of the the rights defense of Donald Trump for much of the nomination race. So obviously you've been you know inside the walls of the convention uh, for the last couple of days. Do you think the way the media is on this that it will play outside the convention uh, as the days progress? I think I think it has to. I mean, there's obviously going to be a bit of a disconnect between what people in the room are going to think and feel and what people watching it at home are. I mean, that's true of any event. What was interesting, and I don't know if people caught this, uh, but I'm, you know, in the arena, and I had a really great seat last night when everything was happening, and I had the, like, giant, like, 40-foot TV screen with Paul Ryan's face on it, like, directly in front of me. <laughs> and I was watching that when he announced it. And I saw this, like, lump move down his throat as he gulped. 
after announcing Donald Trump was the nominee. And I don't want to read too much into something that's nothing, but his smile looked so forced mm. and that gulp and kind of putting that alongside what we already know about Paul Ryan. I'm like, this is not a guy who's thrilled to be in this situation that he's in right now. Well, even listening to the audio, uh, you can, t- it just, it, it, it sounds like, well, okay, uh, there's no other alternative. So it's Donald Trump. I mean, he was very apprehensive in his announcement. Yeah, and even in his actual speech, I mean, he obviously spoke about, uh, you know, referencing there's going to be President Donald Trump and Vice President Mike Pence, and he spoke about his desire to return as Speaker, but but it was more in, in sort of a prediction-based tone that he had, like, you know, when this happens. It wasn't uh, a statement about how much it should happen. Mm. How long can these supposed supporters speak and not really make mention of him or, you know, start the Trump rally cry? I mean, they're basically not acknowledging him in some senses in their speeches. Not directly. I mean, you can tell there's not this sense of, you know, this cult of personality for a lot of these particular people where they're able to say, you know, and Donald Trump's the guy and he's going to do this. And he, I mean, uh, compare it to eight years ago with Barack Obama and with Obama. I mean, everyone's talking about he's the guy that's going to do this. He's going to bring this. He's going to do this. No one's really doing that with Donald Trump. And, and even when people say, you know, we're going to make America great again, which is a, a common refrain here, they're not talking about Donald Trump will make America great again. So mm, yeah. a lot of the discourse has been kind of speaking in generalities here, which has been very telling. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.